Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? (laughs) Welcome back, ladies and germs, to the illustrious Saturday Night Freak Show podcast, where you, it happens here every Saturday night, whether you like it or not, right here on your radio, internet radio dial, including iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, or wherever podcasts are found. Uh, Every Saturday, we watch a movie chosen round robin by one of the group, and then we watch it, dissect it, and talk about it for your listening enjoyment and edification. I'm Colin. I'm surrounded by the Internet Radio Superstars. Sean. Chris. Including in there. Jenny. Gary. (laughs) And tonight... Uh, it's all my fault, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, yes. We watched Star Crash from the year 1978, directed by, depending on who you listen to, either a fellow named Louis Coates or an Italian fellow named of Luigi Cozzi. Cozzi? Cozzi. C-O-Z-Z-I. I don't know how many Cozzi. I like how you're accountable for your mistakes, though. I like how you identified right off the bat that there are people that might listen to this and not enjoy it and just keep coming back and, like, hate listening to it. I don't know who those people are. What the hell? It's Star Crash. Some- <laughs> there are good, bad movies and bad, good movies, and this is one of the best bad, bad movies movie. ever made. You can watch a bad movie that just... Bores the living hell out of you all the way through. Then there's other bad movies where, like uh, uh, Sharknado. I'm going to throw that out there. Sharknado where it intentionally tries to be bad. Then you've got adorable movies like Star Crash where these people, these people, but closing uh, time adorable maybe. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, are we in agreement? But maybe not. That they were actually they were trying to make a good movie. Oh, I'll give them that. Yes, they tried. Tried. And they I, I don't know the way down the rungs of the ladder. Yeah, they tumbled. <laughs> they hit every single one. <laughs> we talked about this movie on the freak show because uh well some of us, I think Sean yeah, and I, I think you other, and yeah, you and me are the only ones have actually seen it before. One drunken night back in the day. After a freak show. Yeah. Dinner freak show podcast drinking. that we watched. Lots of drinking. Nothing good ever comes from that. (laughs) Nothing good happens after 2 a.m. And I said, including Star Crash. This has got to be one of the craziest fucking movies. How'd you even hear about this movie? I heard about it because I had a. Well, I've I've always heard the name, but and seen the cover of it, but never, you know, uh, had the inkling to pick it up. But I saw a trailer of it on a a, like a grindhouse trailer reel. Mm And of all the trailers that were on that disc, I remember sitting there going, like, that looks like the most insane, crazy, whacked out, you know, borderline, you know, just retarded movie. It's like, (laughs) I have to see this thing. That sums it up in one word. I think it would have to lose IQ points to become retarded. (laughs) Well, I also, okay, so... I th- I have like a crazy crush on Caroline Monroe. Well, okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> and, that and she's that was, in yes. like what, like this slave girl outfit. Well, she was the best double feature in the movie. No, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was it's Van Barrow's it outfit. It was kind of everything. It's, we won't even start with the Star Wars ripoffs, but yeah, it was kind of a mix between Leia's slave costume and Vampirilla from the comics costume with the upturned collar and. 
Right, and barely anything else. Right, which back then that was in that time frame. That's when the Harris comics were out with Vampirella, so that was you know popular in the in the fantasy genre back then. Well, I was trying to figure out like what kind of influence Barbarella might have had on this movie because Barbarella. That's what was I was thinking. I was thinking all Barbarella the whole way when it came to to her, the outfit choices and what well, they put her through with sci-fi stuff with you, with the you know, with the with the and eerie had the, their sci-fi stuff. You had the EC comics stuff, all that you know, and a lot of those guys went on to do you know uh, sci-fi comics after they shut down a lot of the hardcore horror comics. They went and did weird science and all those kind of comics. So. And I think that's where you got a lot of that influence. So all those guys grew up reading all that stuff. They put a lot of women in uh, bikinis in those. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 That's that's how they sold them to <laughs> you know, adolescent yeah. kids yeah, or exactly. boys. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> well, I've been a fan of Caroline Monroe since I saw her in uh, Captain Kronos Vampire Hunter, which if you haven't seen that it's movie. Goddamn classic. You got to check it out. It's awesome. wonderful. <laughs> a hammer film. But she was also in Dracula AD 1972. She was in uh, The Land That Time Forgot. She was a Bond girl. And I want to say The Spy Who Loved Me. Was she the one The Spy Loved? I don't Did think so. No. She was the bad girl. I, I, I don't yeah, think so. Of course she was, yeah, Colin. She was the femme fatale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was her name? She had to have some cheesy name. She was a Bond girl. I don't know. Like, I, don't. Uh, right. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Something ridiculous. I mean, nothing yeah. short top pussy galore. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. On top or something. What like does? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's in it. She's uh, Stella Star, which I think one of the alternate titles for this movie is The Adventures of Stella Star. But one of, of the course. producers okay. said, there's this movie out called Star Wars. So we're going to, we're going to, I want you to make a movie called. Star Crash. People will love it. The kids will go. Science fiction's a big thing right now. Can I interject one small thing? Because you just brought that to my attention. What was the alternate title for it? The Adventures of Stella Star. That's the one with the sex scenes in it. This thing was a porn movie where they just put in all the straight scenes, <laughs> not the sex scenes, and put this out. That's what it is. But go ahead. They spent a lot of money on special effects if this is a skin flick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a that was just a except joke. The, it's not an actual. Sure, I'm no, sure. I actually kind of feel that way because except the acting is better in a porn. No, you all the way feel that way. Yeah, I all the way. It's true. It's so true. some of the lines definitely, yeah. definitely, I have had to have been tongue in cheek. I, I, you want to take this seriously? You want to make? You want to think this was an attempt to make a good movie? Oh yeah. I'm hoping this was an attempt at a really. Bad practical joke oh, on some on some producers they didn't like <laughs> because the, some of the lines are just so so awfully funny in a horrible uh, way. Yeah, Artak. The, 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 the whole Sarthorn? No, the no, whole the line about the, the guy with the the permed hair and the oh a- Akon. Oh, that, but Akon. That, that was the time. Artak I made the Tanactin joke. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Actin. yeah. You yeah. mentioned the porn parody okay. with him talking like the way he does? Yeah. That's my penis. Yeah. Would you like to touch it? Yeah, he does. He comes across <laughs> with that joyful porn attitude from that era. It's like if you watch the old 70s porn movies, that they had that crazy acting like he's doing. Well, no, act, he's not acting. Well, he's staring at the camera. I'm, yeah. I'm curious if we have actually, because I've seen this movie twice now, and I'm still not entirely sure what his story is. So Acton is Stella's, like... Uh, he's, he's a navigator. Okay, he, so he's, she's a pilot. Yeah, and, and, they're, and they're supposed to be rogues out in space. They're almost like the Han and Chewie. Right. Yeah, yeah basically. But we 
find I'm out. She's chewy because yeah. Yeah, we find out halfway through the movie that somehow Acton has superpowers. He can see the future, and, yeah, and apparently, he, and he, he can bring people switch. back to life. He has a light switch because yeah. it's not big enough to be a saber. Yeah, he can bring back people back to life. He can. He can. Uh, but he won't do it. He won't tell anyone the future because that's the breaking law. the law. <laughs> not tell the future. <laughs> like you yeah. pointed out, though, that's intergalactic long. piracy, not so much. Yeah, but I can that break that. I can get two hundred and thirty-seven years for intergalactic piracy, but I can't break the law by predicting the future like oh I might get caught right. for committing the crime of interla- intergalactic so piracy the entire movie that explains yeah. it that explains the look on his face because he knows what's going to happen yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah we'll be fine fuck it well, at one point, I they won't get be in prison long. Stella and her other companion, who we'll get to, but they get frozen, and uh, oh. they bring her aboard the ship. And it's like, okay, you got to use your power, Acton, to to a power that nobody knew about Acton up until right. about thirty seconds before this. Right. And oh, then we've got to mention that before we do that. It's like a heat ray or something that he like blasts out of his hand. He Mister Miyagi her. Yeah. 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 It's fantastic. So he can shoot. So is he an alien or a robot? Because he gets at the point where we find out that he has superpowers. He gets clocked on the back of his head by a crew member who shoulder. shoulder. The the, 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 the sudden but inevitable betrayal. By Thor, yes. By Thor. By by, by, by yogurt, I should say. Yeah. By by Mel Brooks making an early appearance as yogurt. He always played a biker in the 70s. Like in the old 70s movies, like a lot of Clint Eastwood stuff. I think he was in Every Which Way But Loose. He played a biker in there, too, the guy that played Thor. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who was that guy? He's probably on this thing somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Robert Tessier, maybe? Maybe. Playing extra. Thor. Does it say Thor? Uh, It doesn't say. Oh, okay. We should have watched the credits. Yeah. Well, well okay. Then I well, before out. we get away from uh, acting, though, I want to point out uh, Marjo Gortner, because, like, when I yeah. told somebody about Marjo Gortner, they're like, oh, my wife was, like, totally in love with him in the 70s. I'm like, who the fuck what was this guy? Yeah. I've seen him in a movie. It was called The Food of the Gods. About the giant. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he, he has, if, if you guys haven't seen the film, he looks like a, a male figure skater. That, uh, that's that's what true. he is. I mean, that's. <laughs> we almost had beer come out the nose <laughs> with an awesome seventies perm. Oh, awesome, that oh, hair. Yeah, he definitely has the Brady hair. He has a perfectly coiffed afro, though. Yeah. Well, you gotta have yeah, that, that's the Brady hair. I just yeah. imagine, oh, Brady hair. Yeah, yeah. I imagine the whole set just smelled like Aussie hairspray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a definitely the greatest American hero kind of thing. Yeah, going. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Marjo no, no, Gortner smelling like, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. his. Oh, he was actually like he was the the son. Of, uh, an, I can't remember if he was an evangelist or televangelist. Televangelist, and they the brought, Josh Dugar of his time. I think so, something like that. And they brought this kid up, and at like ten years old, Marjo Gordner was able, like he was giving sermons, like he was one of these kids who could just like you know quote the quote the Bible, yeah. learn stuff, and he was charismatic, and he was out like giving. You know, they bring people in to, to hear sermons from the Miracle Kid, you know, mm-hmm. who was in touch with God, and he'd do like oh, his boy. whole spiel. And so he became like a thing as like a tent that's, preacher. That's hmm. t- and then he got acting. away from that's that acting. and became an actor. And well, maybe in, uh, Star Crash. Career was going to. That, that's probably why he plays sort yeah. of this monkish with super monk with superpowers, which I don't know where they got that idea from. <laughs> I have no idea. With well, a light sword of some sort. Uh, yeah, but it was weird because sometimes they homogenized some of the characters because there were points that one character would seem almost like Han or Chewie and then there were points where they'd seem like Obi-Wan and it just different Yeah, they borrowed, roles. From, yeah. They borrowed oh, yeah. from everywhere. Well, I, I did listen to the commentary on this uh, movie at one point and the director said that he did not see Star Wars because it wasn't out in Italy at the time. 
he bought the novelization, so that was all he knew of Star Wars. But when you're watching this movie, there's no way in hell the person who made this movie did not see no Star Wars. Way. Because they no. rip off the first shot is, is yeah, a, a ship flying a ship. over the top like, yeah, of uh, yeah. the camera. There's the trench run on the Death Star is basically recreated here in extremely low budget. And Ellis uh, C3PO minus a couple of letters and numbers. Yeah, but you, yeah. you could get that out of the book, right? I mean, if that's his argument, well, there, well, there, the visual they look, there are some. I mean, was from I, I know, he's a little lost in South space. Carolina. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, 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 I don't believe the director when he says that, but there is a, a strong precedence of having the ships come in early and you know the, the Saturday morning matinees with the well, I'll those give you that. Of, that had a lot but, of Flash Gordon esque. So may, yeah, era. exactly, yeah. exactly. So the, there, there may have been other influences on this guy other than Star Wars, but I have a hard time believing he didn't see Star Wars yeah, before somebody, this. I just, I just, well, uh, I just don't believe that. There's a couple of video game influences in there too. <laughs> sure. Oh, oh yeah. after the fact, you're saying video games are influenced by. When did Star... That was 80, 81. But, but Space Invaders, maybe? Oh, was this 78? I think Space Invaders was right on that same year. Yeah, and sometimes the zeitgeist of a filmmaker collides at the same time with what some other people are coming out with. I mean, you look at some of the things that Tarantino did at the same time Wong Kar Wai did them. It's hard to believe that they came out in the same year. You would have to think that one influenced the other. But it just happens sometimes. Um, but I, I don't think this is one of those cases. I think he well, is definitely influenced by Star Wars. It's time. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's well, what I think. That's what I think. It does have – it's like – it seems like there's enough stuff where we, we can draw comparisons to like Star Wars. But, it, you know, it just in its story and the characters. But in some ways I'm like, okay, well, if you're doing science fiction, those types might be – you know, types in a science fiction well, story yeah. because it it seems to also borrow heavily from like uh, sword and sorcery, yeah, almost. Buck Rogers, and, episodic. Yeah. Well, see, we've talked about this just in comics in general because there's there's really become a point where the comics, a lot of the stories, it's the same stuff throughout every company. But see, these guys all grew up reading the same comics, watching the same old TV shows that they all got influenced by a lot of the same things in their their pop culture. You know, yeah. so now it all transfers through. So maybe it is just you know that's what they were growing up watching. You know, reading. I don't know if heavy metal was out back then in oh, Italy. Yeah, it was. Was it yeah. in well, I don't know if it was in Italy. I mean, I know the magazine. But I'm saying they, they had their own cartoons and their own you know science fiction comics. So I'm sure you know they grew up reading kind of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and and you run into it, so then you do start getting the same ideas over and over, just a little tweak here and there. But I don't believe they didn't see Star Wars. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, Stella is uh, captured early on and taken oh, to a, a slave planet where she's, she's put into this awesome... Uh, like yeah. Eight times, I think, in the movie. Yeah. yeah. At least. <laughs> and she's recruited. Her She and Acton are recruited by the Emperor of the what? I have no first, idea. First, first, first ring, the first no, ring no, first of circle. circle. First the first circle of the universe. The first circle of the universe. Played by... Christopher Blomer! <laughs> Chang. Who must have been there on set, I'm guessing, for like a day. A day. Right, he must have been able to knock all this shit oh, off because yeah, he's in like his throne room. <laughs> I was surprised because cards. he he looked so much like Captain Von Trapp. I wanted to see what the the year like the difference was between this and the Sound of Music. Oh, it's at least ten years, right? Yeah, it's what was thirteen it? years. Thirteen. Years? I was actually kind of impressed by that. He held his own for thirteen. He's years. He's still the Silver yeah. Fox in, in Star Trek. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he can deliver a line. Oh, he sure. really he can deliver yeah, a I was, line. I was wrapped at that last. ridiculous I was creeped out by that because now I'm going to have nightmares. I'm going to be afraid. I'm going to wake up and he's going to be there. <laughs> Do you understand the story now? Let me tuck you in. Because that's how it felt like he was going to tuck you in at the end of it. It was creepy. That's only in the 3D version. And then it fades to black. I remember the first time we were watching it, we were like, he is like just making shit up. Like they brought him in and it's like, just say something. Because he he has like the Shatner delivery in this. Which that's what I said. Because he kind of, when they did Star Trek together, they've, they talked about their history, you know, about how they they're acting together, their Shakespearean acting, and and, 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 and he, yeah, and it's it's it's. I want to go back and re, re or re listen to that commentary when he's talking about that in the interview. To he kind of he, he kind of mocks Shatner. Oh, yeah, about his the way he delivers lines, but it's pretty Shatner esque <laughs> in this thing. Yeah. Yes, very, very. So the, the no, I, I loved I loved the, the first appearance of him when he's a hologram and he felt like he had to walk away from the people in the middle of in the middle of the conversation. Well, that because, that you know, cracked Leia me up. Stand still. She had to bend over and well, I know she was loading the file into R two D two, but yeah. And then she had to you know turn R two D two off <laughs> to stop loading the file. But this you is know. for dramatic effect. To the Emperor but, of the goddamn universe, you're the right. only guy. Who can stop the flow but, of time? But it, but it looks like he's yeah. about to run into the stairs, and that's why he's turning back around. And then he stops. And yeah. Turns his head like, like, wait a minute. Oh, oh I, I better turn way. back around. Yeah. But see, that's what I'm wondering. Did he just recover that scene there where he's like, "Oh crap, the stairs are here," and then he kind of did that dramatic turn like you're talking about? I think that was a mistake, and they just didn't have time to reshoot. They're like, like you said, they had him for one day. They're like, ah, it's good enough. We'll just make yeah, it look yeah, like yeah. meant to do that. Oh, that was the question too, Chris. You were talking about like, why is everybody dubbed? And they're speaking English, but yeah, they're obvi- obviously these are sets. Well, um, in, in Italy at that period of time, the way that they would shoot, would, uh, they would do non-sync sound. audio because they knew that their product was international. It was going to be dubbed into whatever language that where the movie was going to be shown. So they would shoot with like the guy'd be building the next set like while they were shooting. So he'd be hammering and sawing and shit going on. <laughs> it's like just say your lines, and we're going to dub it all later. Okay, because I wanted that too, because the only one I really noticed it with was, what was it, Acton? Acton, 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 yeah. Which there wasn't any in this movie. His voice, his his mouth just never seemed to sync up 100%. -hmm. The girls was better. That's not her voice, though. I don't know, that may be Marjo Gortner's voice, but that wasn't Carolyn. It fit pretty good with Marjo Gortner. She's British. Non-British, and wow. ironically, well, the, the people who speak English well, don't get to have their own voice. Weird. That kind of weirds me out now when we're watching Walking Dead. You know, because uh, oh God, what's her name? The character, the the girl from Georgia. She's got that Georgia accent, Maggie. And, and then you meet her at the convention. She's English, and she's you know it's just her normal tongue. And it's like, wow, you really pull that off. Good. I would have never known that <laughs> had I not yeah. met her in person. You know. Yeah. It was, so maybe that's what it was. And well, she just. But I doubt it. Well, speaking of uh, of dialects, we've got uh, L, the robot. So you mean Jerry Reed? Like a, yeah, exactly. Like a, yeah. Yes. I'm like L. Is it L. Ron Hubbard? Well, yeah. is named cop, after so. L. Ron Hubbard? The the, the ro- maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't well, know. Maybe is L named after L. Ron. Was he writing back then? I have, yeah. Oh, like yeah. He was he was a 40s 50s when he started, yeah, I believe. Yeah. Before Dianetics and yeah. And the Scientology has been around since like the 40s or 50s. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. 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 I didn't know I, the, 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 the way the plot of this movie just meanders. It, it might go back to that comic book 
episodic like we have to make sure every eight pages they're in yeah, at the end of a new adventure to yeah. beginning sure, a new adventure somewhere in the world because cut into an eight-part miniseries yeah because the, l who is the robot guy starts off as like the terminator who's going to kill stella he's and acton yeah. he's a policeman yeah. who's out to, to bring justice to galaxy and, and then after sentencing these two they become like best friends. The giant crime. After like, I, I, uh, well, once they're sprung from Al, prison, you're the best companion I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've known you for twelve hours, yeah. so I will keep you warm from the cold. Yeah, yeah that was a great scene. scene. Yeah, yeah. But lie down on your back. Yeah. 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 Let me keep you warm. I know I'm <laughs> only a robot. Oh, Trust yeah. me, <laughs> I've done this before. Yeah. Uh, if well, we stay yeah, together, we might survive the cold. Just comical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was great. Oh, it was wonderful. <laughs> you expect him to go? Let's go get him, sheriff. I yeah, think he did say that at one point. Oh, no, I mean, it was close he enough. Have. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> and th- this is one of those movies because it's so poorly done. It's like they don't let the characters be the characters. They have to explain yeah. while they're talking who they are. Like, I am the emotionless robot. Leave me alone, but I'm panicking. Oh, how ironic well, of thing, me. You know, is, that's I what mean, makes it so awful. One of the many things that makes it so awful. Well, I do think it looks like they did spend money on it. They did try, at least. I mean, they didn't have a Star Wars budget, but, you know, and they didn't have industrial light. <laughs> but but they, they tried. I think you could probably give them both the same budget and you'd still get Star Wars or Star yeah, Crash. Yeah, still I think it yeah. just depends on who's behind doing I'm, what. I'm with just everything. trying to salvage something. <laughs> I'm space salvaging right now. Like space truckers. <laughs> this, this did make Ice Pirates look better, though. I, I like Ice Pirates. I love Ice Pirates. Yeah. At least I loved it when I was eight. I don't well, know if I would love it yeah. now. <laughs> Well, the other... Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Coming back to the bar and then bartending. All right, here we go. We've got uh, Barry Weiss, Barry Weiss, Barry Weiss, Rolling Rock, and Guinness Blonde. Brought to you by. Which I recommend, by the way. It's very good. Um, <laughs> all right, so Stella's on the ship. I'm just trying to go through the characters here that I can remember. Right. So, yeah, you know, Stella. we'll get we'll get plot, I'm sure, as we oh my, describe If there is. I, yeah, I sat there for about. an hour and a half and didn't get any plot, so don't count <laughs> well, on it. The main, I, thought, the main, I thought maybe I was the only one, but... Well, okay, we're, we're going to try and figure this out then, because yeah. the main we antagonist have to solve this tonight before we leave is a oh, character God. called Count Zarth Arn, which is a that's one of the no reference to Darth at all, yeah, right. <laughs> to Darth or Count Dracula. I yeah, think. Like, oh, is there always a count, right? Yeah, because yeah. yes. everybody wears capes in this movie. They do. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't Stella they? wears a cape? The Emperor wears it's a cold cape. It's cold. Woman, world queen. Well, she wore a cape. And then yeah. she yeah. wore like a hat. Oh, she tried to at least, yeah. Yeah. Well, you couldn't cover with a cape. I mean, come on. Right. Well, Count Zartharn is played by character actor Joe Spinell, who you may remember from movies such as Maniac, the original. Yeah, he was in Rocky. Godfather (laughs) one and two. He was in Rocky. And Rocky. Was he he was in Taxi Driver also. Was he in Rocky? Yeah, he was a cop. He, was, he didn't have a crowd big role, shot. but was, I, was I looked it up. Was he manager or a friend of Rocky's? Was he the lone, he wasn't wow. the lone no, shark? They cut to him. When, during the fights, they cut to him a lot, and oh. he's with. he's got the shades on all the time, and he's smiling. He's got the great hair. He's I, in is that, that's not the guy that's played the lone shark in the first one, then, is it? Oh, no. Is Rocky work for? Because in the second one, in the second Rocky, that's when he tells him, 
you don't invest in condominiums. And Rocky goes, I don't use them. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm thinking that, that, that might have been him. Mm-hmm. Was that um, him? Yeah, Maybe. he said Rocky. Yeah, he is. He's, yeah, he makes his smaller appearances in like two, but yeah. probably in one. Yeah, because that's the only scene I remember in two is that yeah. of that Lone Shark. Is that white guy? Yeah. Italian looking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's probably him. In The it Godfather, is. I remember he runs with like Tessio's gang. He's the guy who walks in when the the Corleones do the thing at the end where they kill everybody. Mm-hmm. He's the one who walks in and shoots Spoilers, Alex Rocco Jesus. in the face. <laughs> that's Joe Spinell. And then he's at the. He's wearing a, a, the funeral band because what is it is it well maybe it's not Tessio who's the oh, I'm forgetting my godfather at the beginning of two they show up in uh, in Vegas and they've got the black band on because the one actor like didn't show up for Godfather part two you guys don't remember this movie all that well we'll skip it we'll come it back to it. but he's in Godfather it's two. been a long time so his motive Count Zartharn has developed the ultimate weapon mm-hmm a, it a can destroy planet planets. Ultimate weapon with unparalleled power. Mm. They can destroy planets. Do you remember what it was? I don't know, but that's no moon. <laughs> <laughs> so somehow hidden within a planet. I love how Jenny doesn't get these references because she's never seen Star Wars. I haven't, so maybe I'm going to think Star Wars ripped this movie off. That's right. That's right. So she's like, oh my god, they ripped yeah. off Star Wars. Yeah, you go through life thinking that. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Leia's a lot like Stella Star. It's <laughs> a blatant ripoff. Yeah. She just doesn't kick as much ass as Stella Star. Yeah. That's what you're going to be. You're going to be all disappointed by Leia. Um, Art, or C-3PO is totally L. <laughs> yeah. What the L? So the, 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 the weapon is hidden within a planet. Somehow, what the only way that I can describe what it is... It, what is, it creates these like lava lamp type uh, red monsters. They're called, but they you know they call them bubbles. We survived. <laughs> it, what it, it's 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 yes. You know, you talk about budget. It, it's what the movies used to use when they weren't playing anything at the movies. It was in between. Yeah, the, the the, they would put a little hot plate of oil, of, yeah. of oil on mm-hmm. on the projector because the bulb would be hot and it would mm-hmm. melt the wax and it kind of just bubble and mix with each other so it'd be like a like a screensaver for a projector although you didn't really need to save a screen for the projector but that's what it looked like it was that kind of lava lampy looking stuff and that was the monster that the that the super weapon created i want to say that there was maybe a star trek episode i mean my memory is not all that awesome when it comes to the old star trek stuff original series it seems to me that they flow through some kind of space miasma at some point that like gets into the ship and does but that's basically what this does you fly through it and it gets into the ship and fucks you up. And then it's determined, you know, when we actually find, like, what's inside the planet, this red force field or whatever that can destroy planets is generated by a bank of uh, computers. Now, just computers, pre-programmed computers. (laughs) That can last forever. (laughs) (laughs) They're very excited to discover this. Uh, which I said is that rips off Forbidden Planet. Then I mean that's the mm-hmm. they're not really there. It's the computers are right. down here projecting this stuff projecting out them into, into your minds. Yeah, because those weren't real, even though everybody can see them. Yes. Even though even the robots and it, and it are affected people. by them, it affects the mind. <laughs> it can kill people. Well, but, you can well, but the, the robot also mind. had emotions. He's, yeah. he was always nervous. Yeah, and he had an oxygen tank. I mean, come on. Right. <laughs> yeah, the Maybe robot had was, an oxygen tank. He was like a. Well, I was going to say he was like a replicant, but at some point the robot. Gets like you know his head knocked yeah. off. No, you see all these cir- circuitry right. underneath, so he's not. But a he gets so boy. nervous. Yeah, he gets so the- nervous. Well, he's, 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 that's, again, that's three people. Look at him in the Star Wars movie. 
He's always he's the one. Oh, R two, we shouldn't do this. You know, again playing on the. Yeah, he's so manic, but he doesn't he doesn't actually say I'm nervous. Like that's them. That is yeah. them ripping us. <laughs> he doesn't say I'm oh, supposed yeah. to be the oh, emotionless robot. Be melted down to scrap for sure, and things like that. Yeah, yeah the neurotic robot. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so nervous. <laughs> it's the Paul Lind of robots. <laughs> I'm so yeah. nervous. That's yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Jerry Reed robot. Mm. Uh yeah, so his uh Zarthorn has taken down an Imperial cruiser that has the Emperor's son on it. Right. And there were three launches that came off right. the cruiser before it blew up. And they have to find the third launch. Well they have to find all three and right. find out if there are any survivors. Right. Could, and so they're looking for the third one at one point, yeah. Did I imagine it or did you I, guys I don't see remember those that. Were going, did you see the wire <laughs> holding them up off to the side? I, I did I see actually, on occasion well, you, wire work. The wires. Yeah, there was a couple of good wire shots. Well you know what I was wondering, like when I'm watching this, I'm like I mean I know how the Star Wars effects were done because I've seen some stuff where basically they would move the camera. Yes. Right? So the model was stationary, the Falcon or whatever, and they'd move the, the camera, camera around it. Yeah. And, but on this, I think they're moving they the ships. The yeah. ships are on like some kind of track that you can't see right. that's blue screened out. Okay. Well, can't see is optional, but <laughs> well, you not can, always. You, you can see it riding it, though. Like it, When it yeah. hits like oh, the yeah. joint in the tracks, it goes, yeah. you know, as it's yeah. going around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially one, it felt like they just you know, scrubbed out the track on it that it had been riding around. Yeah, I saw that a couple times. But space is very colorful because it's an very Italian colorful. movie. That's really colorful, colorful stars. And you can tell they only had three main models to work with on that big scene where they're launching the final yeah. attack. It's the yeah. same three ships, just yeah. different angles. And yeah. There's a lot of that. I, I mean, you can see, because as you're looking on the one ship, you can see what it is. If you really look at it, they take, you know, when you're taking a model apart and it's all on the framework and you're just cutting the pieces off. Yeah. All that T framework. You yes. Up, they just stack. They like stack. Four <laughs> like, I used to make models out of this shit and they're just taking the leftover parts and sticking them to the sides. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, they, they're not they painting hundreds, they're no, they just yeah. bought hundreds of models, took those squares and parts and stuck them to the ship. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was comical. With the goddamn Italian, wonderful with Legos. Yep, there were Legos. And, I think uh, there I were guess Legos. Only the shittiest engineers survived in the future because those ships are. Oh, yeah, they are not aerodynamic no, at all. Not at all. The catfish ship, the, the USS Catfish, as we dubbed it, is yep. about the most dynamic ship on there. The rest of well, no, the little centipede ships aren't too bad either. Yeah, they bad. look almost like the ships from War of the Worlds. Yeah, a little bit. Well, yeah. But those are the ones that, that they completely lost count of. <laughs> yeah, they, they, there's they, one they, left. They blow that up. Yeah. There's six minus one is five. I'm going to tell you what, I never want to be in combat with those people because I like to know how many targets we got left. And they had no clue. Oh, it's uh, fucking awesome. Yeah, because you're like, did they just edit this sequence out of order? I, I don't like, know. What they is happening? Because, yeah, they, at one point they show, like, five ships. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we've got one left. And we're like, what? Didn't we just see five? Right. And they shoot one, and they're like, "All right, there's an, there's three it's more over. coming in from our starboard." And you're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> they actually do the math for you. They they say there's one ship left. They blow it up, and then she says six minus one equals five. She actually says that as a line. Well, that's like as, <laughs> it's like, as I was minute, watching that scene, the in one. my head, I'm hearing. Uh, Maverick, we got a problem here. They're, I'm showing two pair, not one pair. It's like, oh, the spatial geography is for shit, and then she can't yeah. tell like who's flying it, who or right. Just or shoot where. it close so nobody can tell that the, you know it's all fake. They've got a lot of, uh, I mean, the laser blaster. I guess you know '70s laser blast. It makes you appreciate the the work that was done in Star Wars a little bit more when you see it done badly like this. Well, but. and then when you got the big scenes, like I was seeing in the movie, it, you got things that look like gun ports. They're, they're not firing. 
It's the little light where it looks like somebody rips a door open and shoots the gun out the door, which apparently is cool because Stella jumped out an open window and didn't get sucked out into space. Oh, uh, she jackknifed out that window. Yeah, that was, that was, that was, no, the best part is the torpedoes that they yes. sent off. Not only, because not only did they just break through glass on the side of the ship and There's just no land There's no explosive in there, decompression. But there is no com- decompression. Nobody's getting sucked out of the windows. It, they open up and they're just people inside. Yeah, they're yeah. not like no, they're missiles, super weapons. Actually, people. actually yeah. what I did say, super weapons. They don't explode. The Japanese they're just people inside. Did have the I forget what they call them, the typhoon or tsunami torpedoes, which were actually human-driven torpedoes. That that way the pilot could direct them into a ship. Were they? Yeah. And then Kamikaze. they exploded. And then they exploded. It was kamikazes oh, underwater. Oh, okay, okay, I gotcha, yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah. So that that's which would be a lot more than that, that, but, horrible, but a lot more a useful lot more yeah, than yeah. than having two guys with guns come out. Just pump a couple of warheads in there. Yeah, two guys. Of your little torpedo. Fire the torpedo. <laughs> Land. Then they come out and get shot. Oh, and like you said, and then the, what was the evil guy's name? He was the, Count Zartharn. Yeah. Okay. He just guys It's like, oh wait, we've got the death squad. Bring them out. It's on here somewhere. That's even plan number one. Our special group of five soldiers. That are actually good at their jobs. Yeah. And they and they and well, they actually did a lot of good I do about for him. Men never saw stormtroopers because their soldiers all hit their targets. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. that is true. Well, because they had a guy standing up there giving orders, which yeah. were yeah, kill, them. kill them, kill them, kill them, right. kill them over there. Yeah. They're all like, oh shit, is that what supposed to be doing? Oh fuck. <laughs> Joe Spinell has a moment where I just thought it was the greatest thing because he's, he's all wide-eyed and like crazy. And he, he tells somebody theory. something like, and I'm going to leave you here to die. <laughs> this is yeah, the greatest thing it? ever. That, that is, has I'm no going to give you one barrier. hour to the get out of this crap. To, the villain has to explain what he's going to do and then walk away. Oh, yeah. And just I, leave everybody loose. Not right. tie them up. Kill you now. Not restrain them. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Can I, you you I, I can kill all three of you, David Hasselhoff, and your two friends. Oh, we yeah. haven't even but talked about the aliens. Oh, spoiler. Spoiler. Um, but I'm not going to. I'm going to give you one hour to figure this out. Right. And I'm going to laugh as I leave. I've been waiting for a lull to do an intro because that's what he deserves. Yes. Well, let's toss the mic. What he for doing this move? Over to, over to Wait, pause and rewind. Right? Right. Everybody's got to start somewhere. Right. Right. Who else threw it out? Threw it out. The hidden gem. Let's freeze Mr. time. It had to be early. It had to be really the did. earliest yeah. thing he's right, done. We're gonna need a. We're yeah, gonna need find an IMDb because this be. is before I mean, Night Rider. His hair says this is the first <laughs> right. thing he's done. Yeah, but and his makeup because he's wearing lots oh, of makeup. He's got guy so much well, eyeliner. Yeah, just the yeah. hint of it. Yeah, the only person, oh, no, the only his, person his that was pulling that makeup lips. off back then was Kiss and Alice Cooper. They were the only people pulling that makeup off. Tell us about the character, Jenny. Tell us about the. <laughs> I don't want to. I stole your thunder. I'm sorry. Tell us about Simon. Simon the Emperor's son. Simon's a very self-absorbed, just stands there and delivers lines. I really don't even know what he's saying. I'm so captivated by his good looks. <laughs> Neither do the robots, because he's making kissy faces at him when he's sword fighting. <laughs> yeah, he's duk-lipping him. <laughs> a little bit. I'm so captivated by his stare. This is his first thing. Take what, him what, what, we got, what we got in uh, well, he was in a couple TV shows and then a movie called Revenge of the Cheerleaders. That's your soft core movie. Oh, yeah. And followed by Star Crash. Yep. And uh, The Love Boat, The Cartier Affair, and Knight Rider 82. So, 
This is uh, 78, yeah. This is how he got Prince Knight Rider. Simon. This is how Prince he got mainstream. Simon, yes, he is Christopher Plummer's son. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, can, he, but he's introduced his, wearing this fucking crazy mask. Like, because you're not supposed to know who he is. He crashed on the planet. And he's got this, like, yeah. it's, like, it's like they knew yeah. in Lizard 40 years. On it. This is going to be a great reveal. Yeah. We're going to put a, <laughs> he put, will be put a helmet on him. Yeah, right? This is like our star, right? Like, right. Ooh, he's top like built. He's top built. It almost is like Isn't the mask Burgess Meredith is wearing. He is Marjorie Gordon was before him, but it might be like When he first comes out. And also the son, Arthur's son in Excalibur. Little, kind of a mix of those two yeah, masks I'm sure together. they're, they're, they're yeah. kind of going off those myths a little bit. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, but, right, third. But yeah. Third, it, bill. third bill. Oh, sorry, Hasselhoff. <laughs> I, I don't know what to make of it. First male, though. <laughs> First what? Male. Marjo Gordon. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, like he's not acting. Joe, but yeah. Yeah. He's not okay. acting. He's a... He's, Listed yeah. second there. Yeah, Acton right. is the man. I think Acton deserved to be billed above Hasselhoff in this movie. Yeah, well, well especially like the, for his dying scene. But we'll uh, get to that later. Well, no, no, his about his the acting we'll go is back so and over the top at points, though, because we have the Amazons. We've got the Trilodites. Right, we've got the giant boom riding the, 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 pink, the giant right. ponies with pink inverted ponies. nipples. Pink dragon yeah, the, 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 the giant robot with yeah. inverted boob nipples, yes. Oh, no, those, I'm as opposed those to the other nipples. That was a prototype boobs. fembot. But yeah. <laughs> Gary like totally giant... thought they were going to be cannons, and I was—I oh, yeah. yeah, thought, so I thought I. he was right. Well, when the ship shows up above it, and the thing, I'm like, right. who's going to get who? Yeah, they are shooting right at the boobs. Yeah, yeah, like, the, but it's the from? ship shooting at the statue, not yeah, the other way around. Right. Maybe, maybe she's maybe just the relishing just has to get too into it before the cannons come up. Right, she has <laughs> got to get excited by battle. That's, there you go. If she was on the frost planet before, yes, this would have been yes. a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> then it would have been easier to shoot people. I understand. Well, I just like how this, this robot's there, and and uh, what's her face, Stella? She she starts like. To run away, and she takes two steps and falls just oh, dramatically. Yeah. And then she's like, oh. no! And then she the robot trying to grab her. Yeah. And she rolls like 20 feet because yeah. That, yeah. that's easier than getting back up and running some more. And that, I was that like, robot, I run in the sand better when I'm shit faced. That's how the crane game was born because it has about the same grabbing power, yeah. basically. <laughs> uh, like, and then that giant sword. Yeah, it's like, and and I don't remember the character. I, I'm not a big Nightmare Before Christmas. I've seen it, but I can't I can't quote characters. But the the kind of evil doctor, the Doctor Frankenstein. Yeah, that Sally, those robots Sally. had his face almost. Oh, okay, with the duck bill. Yes, kind of yes, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't yeah. remember what his name is either. I'm uh, ashamed. No, I'm sure if that was anything, it was Burton has seen Star Crash. He's like, oh, that'd look cool on a. Yeah, I don't know either. I can't remember. Well, those but I knew things what, are I knew like you're talking about. It's a it's a. You know this giant statue robot, whatever the hell we're saying, is like a stop oh, motion creature, yeah. which I'm assuming is there. Jason the Argonauts well, okay, throwback, not not Harry House yeah, did it. Yeah, right. Because no. it would have been better. It, yeah, it would have been better. It was yeah. like yeah. here's a robot to come to life. Yeah. And there's also a couple of duck faced robots. They have swords that are almost like the skeletons in Jason yeah. the Argonauts. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That acting has to fight with. The aid of his sword, sword that is that is a a, a beam of light. I I don't know what you might call that. I don't know where that would have come from. As far as the inspiration for that, I have no idea. It looked like a laser sword, didn't it? Yeah, did. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Did. like a hilt, yeah, and everything. Because he had it behind his back when Zartharn was more like a sword. I remember that. 
That's some saber of light. I don't know. Uh, it changes colors just randomly. Yeah, yeah blue started and green. Out blue went blue to and green. green, but we haven't seen Star Wars. Our good guys using blue and green, but we haven't seen Star Wars. Because you know, it's just you can infer that red. from the book, though. I, I that would want to be one of the easiest things to transfer over from the book. What's that in the book? What it I've looked never like? read the novel. Right. You have to see that. That's a visual. I'm right? pretty sure you could describe that. You, you, you might have saw that in the easily. trailer. I don't know if they would have got that far. Now, later on, the Jedi Academy ones, I can see them saying, because you get the certain stones to use if you're whatever, Sith or, or Jedi. Well, just the effect. I mean, right. like, just if the they, they, like, Jenny's checking her watch all of a sudden. A sword, a sword with a laser blade. Jenny's watch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we've covered the major characters, I think, except for Thor, the green-faced... Uh, Yogurt. And if yeah. you've ever seen Space anything Blast. 70s and they had a biker in it, he's that guy. Yeah. And he's the guy who's in the special. I've on Kojak, Beretta. He could be, what's yeah. his name? He could be Berryman's younger brother. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Michael Berryman? Yeah, he could be yeah. Michael Berryman's younger brother. Oh, I think bald. he was even in an Look, episode. I think he's got a craggy face. And, <laughs> no, I think he was even in an episode of The Monkees where he played a biker. Yeah? Oh, my God, I just said The Monkees. It's all over. Well, he <laughs> Yeah, I'm almost 50, so what? <laughs> <laughs> well, he plays <laughs> Thor, and he's the uh, the turncoat, right? He's yeah. a, a policeman with L, the robot... That's stationed with, you know, they're supposed to go on this mission to find these uh, these three crash sites. You said you didn't catch that? That they had to go to the three crash I, sites? I did you not. Were talking about the third launch? I, I, did, I just remember them having to search for the weapon. I don't I don't know, maybe. I think they have to find Hasselhoff to find the weapon. Because he knows where it is? I, I no, got that because they, well, one of the well, launches, they think, he they knows think where landed. Was it the Dagobah system? No, it was like, if you can, you got to find, <laughs> find the Because one of the launches landed... On the planet. Right. And while you're there, if you can look for the pilot. Yes. Yeah. He's my, my son. son. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I so want the ship kinda... first. I don't give a damn about Right, so kid. one of the launches yeah. is on the frozen planet. Well, the, the ship would destroy the, the universe. Before that. Yeah. So the not Amazon a lot of... Planet. On the Amazon planet. So the Amazon yeah. planet, the frozen planet, those had the first two and launches. And the troglodyte planet. Right. Where yeah. Stella that gets... That was the third one. ...abducted, carried on a steel girder to the yep. troglodyte camp to be roasted. And that's where Hasselhoff comes in with his mask. Shoots up yeah. the troglodytes. Yeah, like Obi-Wan chasing off the sand people. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Or, fit, or what was it, 4,000 B.C.? 50,000 B.C.? 4,000 B.C.? 40,000? Yeah, something like that. I, yeah, one of those sure. Fucking it up. I've seen the movie. Yeah. Raquel Welch. It's yeah. very good. 50,000. But it, it, it could be. Something like it's. I forget. Whatever. Sure. It's that I'm one. a terrible basically, it's, the one, it, it, basically, it's the movie's it, it, poster it, from Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> people. <laughs> yes. So yeah. they find this thing, and, uh, and Acton... Gets uh, uh, taken out of action in an amazing. Well, first of all, the way that they find it, he's like, "Well, isn't it obvious that this is uh, this is <laughs> the was, planet?" Yeah, it's like, "Oh, duh." Look at the clues, and he lists off like two <laughs> things. Because like, there's no I other planet in the world that could have these two <laughs> traits. Because there's like, only a billion planets. And I he's like, noticed. "I never I thought of that." He's like, "Well, how could you have noticed that?" And you know, a billion like, planets. <laughs> it's so <laughs> obvious, but so obtuse at the same time. Oh boy. Wow! Yeah, he really well. Writing. Almost like he almost had this, some of the qualities that Leia had with the entry a little short for a stormtrooper kind of snarkiness a little at, at times. You know when they first found him, it's, I was like, I don't know. It's just yeah. But I, I just think that the, the whole the whole the whole thing was so convenient. Like, how do we get to get to the next scene? Oh, I know. Let's have him deliver some exposition. Yeah, that, that well, was that the walk, whole that film. Walk down that hallway. Was almost like Wizard of Oz ish. Yeah. You know, kind of that walk. What did I was you say it was, Sean? 
the walk down the hallway. You said it was something different. Oh, at the beginning, it was, there was some Kubrickian shots. I yeah, think that's what we I said talking oh, about. Yeah. I said it was uh, Peter turned into a Peter Jackson. Okay, movie I was thinking was it about right, right, right. Yeah. Now that you say that, because yeah. that, yeah, that was. Well, speaking of which, shots the the actor we were talking about the the uh, uh, Thor. Yeah, his costume for some reason just looked like, and I know. That movie came out way after, but it almost looked like a He-Man costume. Something you'd have seen He-Man in the Masters of the Universe. It's yeah, character. yeah. It, 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 I, what's his name? Beast Man or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the cartoon, but that's the character. Just the costume, not his green head. That reminded me of Martian Manhunter. Mm. But yeah. what was so the, we're, we're in a future space environment, but yet we're still dressed like savages, sort of. Exactly. Yeah, all the troglodytes. <laughs> well, sure. we didn't even talk about the fucking the head with the tentacles. That right. Was what like, was that all about? Yeah. Well, that's like uh, the Unimind from if you go to the free scroll Captain Marvel. The Unimind, that's it, a giant brain in a tank, and it's got tentacles on What's it. Again. Did you ever see a movie called Invaders from Mars? The old one, the one from the fifties. I want to say there was something similar looking to this. In that movie, okay. That that, that 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 trope has been used by several authors long before that. Out of the planet, movie. they movie have a, when you see it, they have a brain that's well. That's even in Doctor Who, to, you got the face of Bo. It's yeah, that, in the thirties and forties, writers were writing it. about yeah, brains kept in aquariums yeah. to keep the mind alive. And, yeah, that's of, made like, its way. Famous scientists, sort of. So. Even you mentioned it. You, I think you called it Zordon at one point. I did. Which is totally. Yeah. It's just like yeah, that's another example of the same thing. Just the floating head in the glass case. Yeah, that's what I thought of. I was like. Zordon? <laughs> well, even, I don't know if you guys remember the Battle of the Planets, that flamey face that was always, you know, showed up that was for the evil empire. That's my deal Wizard of Oz. You're my age I've group. Seen You've seen, seen Battle of the I Planets. I keep confusing that for some reason with Last Starfighter. Because uh, all I remember is the guy standing well, one's around. one's a cartoon, the, one's a movie. What? Battle of the Planets is a battle... Uh, Battle I'm Beyond thinking. the Stars. Oh, that's what I'm thinking, thinking of. of. Okay. So. Battle of the Planets with the G Force. Yeah, the they, kids are uh, all dressed like birds. Uh, no, no. Really? No, uh, where was oh, God, that? I'm alone on this island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what else do we have used? What? What happens now? No, the, we, we die. die. Uh, yeah, last Starfighter. Call back. You can <laughs> hear that on a previous that, episode. Have you done that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Man, I got to go and watch it. I love that movie. It's yeah. one of my favorite movies. I'm out here with don't, the I, don't I do. Uh, they did spend quite a bit of money on these sets. I have no idea. Handle, right? The, the, the sets. But that's right. The, the sets <laughs> at least it really had that kind of seventies disco future. Yeah, yeah the eggshell kind of metropolis and, yeah, meets right. you know cocaine look. And very large. They were very large sets. I mean, even like the caverns and stuff. I mean, they used a lot of hanging miniatures and stuff like that. They were bad. Yeah. They just didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't work because I mean that's why I like you know I I like the movies of Mario Bava. He's an Italian filmmaker who pulls this stuff off with a decent amount of uh, success. And then you see like Luigi Cozy do it, and it's like oh that's what it looks like, but it's bad. It's like all of the shots of the spaceships, you know, are It's obvious that we're looking at miniatures because I think of the lenses that they're using or something. Yeah, it it's might like, be. Yeah. How did Star Wars shoot miniatures? And somehow make it seem like a giant ship. And here, when you shoot it, it seems like you put a camera up next to a toy. Because brainwashed. Oh, they're audience. They were brainwashed. First of all, I think what has to do with it. <laughs> I we have the voice of attention being like totally wiped out by by fanboys. All but also, of a sudden. Your, your background and what you're shooting. Because yeah. in this movie, all the stars are a right up there with you, which and doesn't Christmas help. Lights. And they're different colored and everything. If you look at Star Wars, I mean, there's stars and everything, but it's yeah. what you would think like the stars would look like. And you know everything's way far off in the distance. 
distance. And yeah, not tiny three specks. planets within crashing right. There's nothing of right up in your face, and di- obviously different colored red, green, and blue stars right. and planets and everything. I mean, I think that's what gives way to what, what you were talking about. I think that's the difference between what makes your spaceships look like that. That and the fact that no uh, ship in Star Wars was ever a different was red or blue or green. I don't think. Uh, and also... Like that never happened. Yeah, but these the, are the, like base un- colors. But the, these are uh, unpainted. Like, I mean, they're just shining red and blue, yellow helps. Uh, you know, lights on them. But I right. also think the, the audio work in Star Wars is that, absolutely uh, incredible in comparison to this. Definitely the pioneers of that. Oh, yeah. I mean, when, when you you don't just see a ship, you feel yeah, a ship with exactly. the low rumbles like that, and the, the, the boosts. That first scene when they come and, in. You know, yeah. it's, it's like, yeah. it, that. that's almost a haunting feeling and more that, so than the visual in some respects. And the way the ships were shot in this movie, in Star Wars, they moved uh, in this movie, they move on an X or Y axis, and that's it. Yeah. Star Wars, they moved more than that. I mean, yeah. they were going all over the place. Yeah, they, even though they did, even though... Shots, right, there's rolling yeah. shots, there's tons of that stuff, but in this one, it's, you know, it's coming at yeah. you, going, going away from, away from you. you. Yeah. Going in, going out, that's yeah. it. Even though the plot took us to the fourth dimension. It, 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 it did take it, us to it, the fourth <laughs> Dimension. Oh, that was a great scene. That was great. It's like I wouldn't be emperor if I didn't have at least one. Oh, that's right. Hold the flow of time. Yep. Yeah. And green rays come out. I, but didn't you point out, Sean, that they said it was going to be three minutes, but they only had forty-eight seconds? Well, I think well, they only had forty-eight seconds before the bomb was going to blow up. Right, but so, he, the way he explains it is like in three minutes everything will slow down. Like yeah. in three minutes yeah. it'll happen because that would be include fine. the primer and the timer on the bomb, wouldn't it? <laughs> but maybe flowing. he meant that, like, you had yeah. three minutes, you had three minutes from this point. Like, things yeah. are going to slow and down. And he took three minutes to, to, three minutes. to explain <laughs> what they right. needed to do. What was going on? <laughs> oh, we should probably get going. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, somebody, I, this is why I wish there were characters, like, who, when he announces this stuff, would just look at him and go, like, where, where the fuck were you five minutes <laughs> <Right>. ago? <laughs> like, the Death the whole, Squad. Why don't you bring them yeah. up first? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Time. What are you doing? Like, get out of here. Unless you're going to help from now on. Like, Acton, you know the future. Why didn't you tell me that this was going to happen so we could have taken a left instead of a right? You know, Acton doesn't like breaking the law, obviously. It's like, Acton, there's nobody around. Like, what, 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 what are you doing? Well, when, he, uh, when he's alone by himself, he just likes to play with a little squiggly... He does. Because uh, Acton doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Acton really doesn't give a I, shit. I have, to, I have to think that the, the only reason... The only reason Christopher Plummer did this movie is because... He must have must have felt like he passed. He must have felt like he passed up an opportunity with Star Wars. He probably did. And like, I, like he should have been Obi Wan or something. And then like the like the agent like didn't give him the phone call. He's like, oh, science fiction's dead. And then a year later, he's and like, ah, oh, oh, the next Star Wars script, give it got, to me. Right, we got the next best thing. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna love this. Yeah, so. except you have to be Doctor Seuss and Mister Rogers wrapped in one at the end and creep everybody out. <laughs> well, it's gotta be. I mean, I guess to what you're saying, it's like the, there's a certain mentality that you know the producers have to have towards science fiction right that where you look at like you know it's like well the science fiction thing's hot they read the script they're like i don't understand zarth arn uh acting right. oh that must you be know, good but, i yeah. mean when they There's read the script for star wars they must have thought the with same a thing. darth vader right. like, what the fuck is that you know right. like a, whatever it's c3po that sounds retarded yeah. You just you assume that they're the same. Well, there, right. there yeah. actually is. There's actually a comic out that is Spielberg's or Spielberg, Lucas's <laughs> original 
uh, plotting for it, and they have different. Oh. Han Solo is actually like a green lizard alien. I, I was I yeah, was going to touch on this. I I'm not sure without the influence of of the yeah. actors that were involved in Star Wars and and the special effects crew that was involved <laughs> in Star Wars that Lucas wouldn't have pulled this rather than Star Wars. Because have you seen episodes one, two, and three? The plot isn't that much better than what this is. No, no. it really. I mean, it, when when George Lucas. Is up to his own devices. No, it's really crappy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I agree. Well, I know I've seen Red Tails. <laughs> so I, I, I'm not sure that there there isn't some yeah you know, that there isn't some influence there, but also there isn't some dumb luck involved with with some actors saying this is ridiculous. We, we gotta we gotta write this ship because I don't want to be in a piece of garbage. Yeah, well, yeah. A, it shows you like the great leap of faith of like an Alec Guinness or somebody. Yeah, or or Harrison Ford or you know people well, just saying George, 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 I'm not going to say that line. And well, I'm just the thing is too is you got to think up to this point we were getting movies like Star <laughs> Crash and a few other 50s sci-fi. Right. So when this came in, this was like groundbreaking. Everybody Star was like, Wars. Oh my god, saying. this is what science fiction should be. You know, I remember going on a school trip to go see Star Wars. They took us to the theater to go see Star Wars. And, and yeah, it was... Yeah, because your big science fiction movies before that were, I mean, I think Forbidden Planet for, like, yeah. the 50s, Planet of the Apes for Planet the, the 60s. Planet of the Apes was my big one. 2001 yeah. was, like, the here's the right. hard science mm-hmm. science fiction. You had Star Trek yeah. on TV. Yeah. And then uh, then it went to, like, Westworld. Yeah. Westworld. Which and, is coming uh, back, Logan's by the way. Run. Yeah, it is. You know, Westworld then, TV show and then Star Wars, I think. Yeah, and if you watch a out. lot of that, it was it. Star Wars was the one that was like, oh my god, this is it. I mean, I remember being a little kid and seeing Chewbacca and thinking that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I wanted a shirt with Chewbacca on it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. he was just this little <laughs> character. Yeah, and then you know because I mean I watched a lot of sci-fi on Saturday mornings. You know because you'd watch. They'd have Creature Feature the night before, Monster Matinee, Indeed. then Saturday Sci-Fi Hour, and you'd watch these, you know, different movies. And, uh, yeah, and it wasn't that. Yeah. Those days are off. That's yeah. yeah. Well, I think well, this movie... horror host. I had the original Jerry G. Bishop was my Sven Gulli. Not there's nothing wrong with Rich, Rich Coz or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's still but, around. Oh yeah, he's a good guy. But I'm just saying, I grew up watching him. Yeah, and yeah, I miss those old. Well, I think I I about talking, I've actually thought about talking to you guys about doing that. About one of us doing a horror host and just writing this stuff and just having fun with it. See, that'd be fun. Always, it would be, fun. That'd, that'd be fun. fun. that'd be great. <laughs> I'd be up for that. But I, I think this movie, like, uh, because I, I actually do think that this was somewhat of a hit here and abroad, because uh, it was, yeah, no, like, like look, look well, up because of it. Do we have the box office mojo uh, numbers on this? <laughs> does box office mojo go there. back? I got it. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet you it does. I don't know if it goes back that far, but I think it was a decent hit because of the fact that like there was Star Wars and nothing else. Like everybody was taken so out of left field by Star Wars by surprise, you know. So it was like we need another science fiction movie. And then it's like the Italians come up with this star crash, and they put right. it in the theaters, and all the kids want to go see it because they just saw Star Wars. So I think there was that. I mean, this is before Alien would have been the right. following year. Yeah. They kind of tweaked it a little bit, and then Star Trek. Well, I'm trying to think if I'm trying to think if Battlestar Galactica and Buck Rogers were on TV before Star Wars. I can't remember. No, they were, after, they were inspired um, by. Okay. By, wait, what'd you say? Battle Buck Star Rogers had a Buck legacy yeah, before, both. but I think Battlestar was after. Yeah, but the Buck Rogers in the 25th century, the one with killed. Oh, Gil- that, that was. Gil- yeah, those that was were after. both yes. because of Star Wars. Okay. They put those on yeah. TV like I couldn't in remember 79. The I, I mean, you know, some of that I remember. Yeah, but this beats them, I think. This is out before Buck Rogers, 
uh, before Battlestar Galactica, so before Alien, Star Wars, before Star Trek, this is what we're shooting for. They'd seen this. This is what we don't want to do. So they found their middle ground, mm. and that's where they went because they weren't. They were neither this nor were they Star Wars. They were good, but they weren't classic. Complete tangent. If you haven't seen Battlestar Galactica, the newer version, it is incredible. Oh, the new stuff. Yeah, the new. Good. It really is. That's four seasons of awesome. Is, I do miss the old Cylon Raiders. I like the old. Cylon yeah, I, yeah, I'll take the number new six any day of the week. Toasters. <laughs> You've never seen Battlestar Galactica? No. Oh my what gosh! Is, uh, what is the show Battlestar you know, Galactica? You know, oh, it is one, incredible. Don't call it sci-fi for now and call it space fantasy. There you go. Okay. Soap so, opera for men. Who are you in? It's a spa- We're not watching a sci-fi movie. It's space fantasy. There you go. It's less offensive that way. Too. <laughs> uh, real quick, also Luigi Cozy. Uh, directed a bunch of movies uh, in Italy, but specifically, I think the only thing maybe we were remembering for the Lou Ferrigno Hercules movies. I saw that when I was like five so at the drive-in theater. So now I know who to blame for that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, well, it, was a, like, it was a double feature. I saw the Hercules movie, and I think I saw Superman so two. Oh, maybe, okay. maybe I, I, it was right was around the, that time. Maybe it was yeah. eighty three, eighty two. I think so. No, wait, was it later than that? Maybe somewhere between eighty three and eighty six. Uh, I don't remember exactly. A lot of it was, cool drive-in movies. It was a, it was a double feature. It was I think it was Superman one or two coupled with Hercules. If I remember. I remember. Remember. Ruby and Island of the Twilight People. I can't remember. It's just kind of a Dr. Moreau type movie. Twilight, I believe. Was and the Fishman. Is Barbara Bach in it? I want to see this movie. Island of the Fishman. Be. It's called no, Screamers. No, 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 not that. Screamers. 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 This is basically like Island of Dr. Moreau. And then Ruby, I just remember some weird scene with a drive-in theater where the film came out and grabbed the person. It was almost like the tree in the Evil Dead, but it was film stock that grabbed it. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, Luigi, Luigi Cozy also... <clears throat> I mean, he did a couple of Giallo movies. He did a couple of, you know, science fiction, something called Contamination, a Giallo called The Killer Must Kill Again. Uh, but now I think he has, he's retired. He runs Dario Argento's Profondo Rosso's store in Rome. <clears throat> That's what he does. He manages the store. So you can go meet <laughs> Luigi Cozzi if you're in Rome and have him autograph your copy of Star Trek. <laughs> well, you get that done. I can't and, find. Yeah. I can't find what it made, but this movie cost four million dollars. <laughs> what in, in nineteen eighty or nineteen seventy eight? Yes, the budget of this movie is four million dollars. That's and like so they spent sixty million dollars now. Yeah, I don't know what that would be now. Oh, that, shit, that, a wow. lot. How much did it make? Did I, I can't find it. Oh, okay. I'm, it's probably made that in video. I do believe that it was a success because it was it was put out by Roger Corman and probably publicized all to hell. And you had, uh, you know, I mean, Caroline Monroe. In a I bikini. will give you that. that was, yeah, that that, that was a costume cute. later made famous by Sean Connery when he wore it in. Oh, please don't uh, bring that up, Zardoz. <laughs> Zardoz, yeah. I, I you know, one thing I, I I do want to give this a little bit of props. I do think the music was kind of groovy. By John Barry, the guy. Yeah, who the James Oscar, Oscar it was like ridiculously <laughs> disco space. And I, I don't know. I kind of dug the mu- I kind of dug the music. Yeah. It was spacey. There you go. Boom. Is that all we have to say about Star Crash? Oh, that's not all. <laughs> before before wrap-ups? Because there's there? a guy over here who's been itching to get in. Igor, why don't you come over here and say hello? Masters! Masters, the mail! I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising. Rising. All right, you've said hello. Now you can get the hell out of here. Thanks, Bye, Igor. Igor. Uh, <laughs> He gave me an envelope. The envelope has a little bit of slime on it, so you got to get through that. 
All right, so uh, this is mailbag. We can we've got a comment from Jillian Whitney on Facebook. You can comment Hi, Jillian. on Facebook at facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. She said <clears throat> about our Strange Brew episode that it's one of her favorite movies, and she loves our show. Well, Jillian, All right. awesome. Yeah. And yes, Strange Brew is a fantastic movie. And we love you. And thanks we for listening. We do love you. Uh, okay, so Star Crash wrap-ups. That goes to Sean is up Woo! first. Sean, what do you think of Star Crash? Uh, it is, it, it was, it's one of the best bad movies uh, this is fantastic. Um, uh, I found it enjoyable. Um, uh, I, <laughs> uh, it's uh, the characters, uh, just the decisions they decided to make for this movie, giving the robot, like we said, the Jerry Reed cowboy personality. Uh, it's fantastic. It's funny. Um, the line delivery by these actors, I mean, especially Hasselhoff, uh, it's it's great. I think it's uh, uh, I think it's fantastic. I think you should watch it right now. It is it is. It's not going to win any awards. I tell you that. But this is, no, no, it, it, maybe it does. I hope. I hope. How many has he had? Am I coming across as sarcastic? Like this is, it's, it's a it's it's fun to watch in all its just it it's in the title crash. Yes. Like this is this is a car crash of a movie. It is an aptly named but movie. But it is wonderfully. You can't. But what do people do when it there's a car crash? Into the people just drive they by slowly watch. and can't look away. And that's this movie is that you can't look away, and it's great to watch. It's like I said. You know, it's not an example of great filmmaking, but it is fun to watch. This movie, and I recommend it. You, I think you have to see this movie. I think you have to see this movie. You have to see I think you have to see it. Whoa. Whoa. I really do. I think you have wow. to see this, this is movie. Like, I mean, there's like Oscar-winning movies, and then there's Star Crash. You have, I, to, I mean, you have to see this no, movie. No, there's all other movies, then there's Star Crash. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? You will have a good yeah, time you, watching you this movie. You will have a, you will have, you will have a great time watching this movie. Maybe not by yourself. But get with friends and drink and watch this movie because oh, it's just it's fun. I like it. I would watch it again. <laughs> He's already seen it twice. I've seen it twice, <laughs> and I would watch it again. That would probably be the last time I watch it, but I will watch it again. He said that now. He's so committed. Now. I recommend. Oh, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> you, uh, man, I, I. I don't think I'm in the minority here. I thought this was garbage. I really, I, I kept watching this thinking. It is, I, but it's wonderful garbage. <laughs> I, 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 it's like garbage I, that doesn't stink. It's garbage with a monster in it that wants to kill you and the walls are closing no, it's in. it's garbage with bubbles in it that want to kill you. Let's keep it straight. I, I kept hoping it would, it would be like so bad it was, it was funny, but this is just bad, bad. Did you laugh? Did you laugh I, out loud? Well, there, 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 were, there, there was about I three. I sat next to him. He laughed a You laughed lot. out loud. I, la- I, I did. You're in, right. I did even, laugh. Even in absurdity. I, I did I did laugh a couple of times because of the absurdity, because it was ridiculous. But there were also times when I'm like, is this over? Please, <laughs> no, let it end. I, I, I really thought. I, there I was went, a lull. Like when he's trying to bring her back from the frost, I'm just like. Uh, uh. Well, well, I really thought it was going to end when they when they uh, oh, destroyed when the, the computers. scene was almost over. When they destroyed the computers. Yes, I did I was like, oh, that's the end of the movie. Good, we're done. You know, I, I, I was hoping it would be over. And because it wasn't, I'm like, oh, Mr. my God. It's a monologue at the end of this movie yeah. that makes it all worth it. No, it makes me <laughs> 
for about a week. Because, because, because we, we don't no, need, we don't need soliloquies in science Plummer, fiction. Christopher Plummer came in, said whatever he wanted to say, and then they wrote the rest of the movie around <laughs> that's exactly what That is what happened. <laughs> and that's why it's glorious. Uh, it, it, there, there are some laugh out loud moments in spite of itself. There are some ridiculous lines that are are porn worthy, really. Um, yes, but oh my gosh, it's so bad. It's just there's so much bad going on, I, and I think this is one of those examples. I mean, you've got like nowadays things like Pompeii and <laughs> Eobo movies that that really yeah. try to like up the action for no particular plot reason. I think that's what this is. I think that they're let's get another action scene in. Let's get another booby scene in. Let's get another you know. Uh, another turncoat scene in just because they don't really know how to make a film. They just want to make it stimulating. I think that's what this is. A grade A, like, oh my gosh, we don't know what to do, so let's stimulate. And that bothers me. But it is ridiculous because it's just one thing after another is just awful. And I, and this is, uh, the, the, the concept is so ridiculous. It's almost, uh, this is almost sacrilegious, but follow me for just a moment. (laughs) It reminds me of, of a, of a, of an interesting idea gone horribly wrong. I I think of this and I think of, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. No, 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 no. He said go. Okay. No, no. Just follow me for a second. I love Big Trouble in Little China, but that could be an awful movie. Oh, yeah. If you, in the wrong hands, will be. Yeah. In, in the wrong hands, Without John Carpenter, without Kurt Russell, well, that would be awful. Right, well, and that's, and that's the difference Jack between Burton. Star Wars and Starcraft. And and and, and I, I'm Star thinking this, that's what this might be. It's like with, without a, a crafted filmmaker and a crafted team, we just throw everything in the kitchen sink together right. and kind of hope. And I think that's you know, one of the reasons why something like Star Wars and Big Trouble Little China work. And why this is a disaster. And this turns into poo stew. It's really bad. It's just bad. <laughs> okay. So disclaimer. I'm going to say. Disclaimer or a disclaimer? Disclaimer. Okay. Disclaimer? Disclaimer? Yes. Point break? Just point, point. Put point your break. emphasis wherever you want. <laughs> point break? We don't care. Did I put the wrong emphasis? It's <laughs> <laughs> your wrap up. You enunciate um, it the way you want. Okay. Disclaimer. Uh, I would not watch this movie by yourself. One. <laughs> Two, probably wouldn't watch it ever. Three, <laughs> if you came across your path, make sure you're with a group of people and, and you have a lot of booze or, you know, recreational drugs if that's your thing. So you agree <laughs> with me with everything I said? No, 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 because I will not watch this movie again. I, well, I can't say I won't, but I yeah. don't plan on it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody plans um, on watching You mean if you were trapped under a bus and it was playing in the bus you were trapped well, in? <laughs> well, I'm going to die anyway. Let's right. watch Star Trek. <laughs> well, I mean, it was funny, and that's because of the group of company I'm with. I mean, they're, like Chris said, the dialogue is, it's just, it, there's so many sexual innuendos that, I, I mean, how can they not realize it? Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, English wasn't no pun intended. It's ridiculous. Oh, we must eject. Oh, let me come with you. Yes, I I lost it. I lost it. I was laughing for a good five minutes. So she knows. Come on. Oh my god. (laughs) These guys like wrote it in Italian, and some guy translated it into English. 
They didn't. I don't think they knew. That was the one guy that said, "Go, no, trust me, it makes sense." Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, I didn't this, uh, come with me. You come over here. Yeah. And then, and then, and then you've got we'll you've we'll got we'll Stella going. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Let's just run the scene. And then it's the delivery. Then, then that's that's the actor's fault. Which, by the way, is not good. They're the acting is awful. It's just it's god awful. First, you didn't like those. You don't like those extreme close-ups in the beginning of the movie. I was like. What have I done? <laughs> no, what is Colin? Colin, why? Let's give the blame where it goes. <laughs> okay, but short and sweet. Um, this movie. I mean, though I was entertained tonight, I think that's solely based on the group of people I was with. <laughs> I do not think it was because of the movie at all. But uh, yeah, I would not recommend this movie. I, I don't plan on watching it again. It may happen. Peer pressure happens. But <laughs> it's not. In, I don't see it happening in the near future. So uh, yeah, that's a pass on me. Oh. Sorry, Colin. Sorry. Well, much like one of my favorite actors, Kurt Russell, in the movie Tango and Cash in the courtroom scene, I want to say something nice and noble and honorable about this movie. But I can't because it just fucking sucks. That's I can't say anything good about the from the porn acting. I think actually porn acting is better in, at times than the acting in this movie. And trust me, I've seen plenty of seventies porn. They're, the acting's a lot better. The pros so are. Not they tried better. to at least put a story together. This this jumped all over the place. I, I do think it had elements that were cool, and some of the some of the effects I did like. The giant plastic brain with the marker on it was one of the best. We didn't even talk about the... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we forgot about the giant computer. computer. Brain. Yeah. Yeah. 78. So much. And then there were some so much you yeah. can't yeah. even cover it all. It's a gift that keeps on giving. So, uh, the the, no, the, the starship that was a claw. It was comical. Mm-hmm. It's definitely one of those movies that, like, much like she had just said, if you get together with the right group of people, have a couple of beers, you can have fun with it. Don't go in thinking you're going to get a great entertainment, but it's something to check out if you want to have fun. It's one of those, it's almost like a mystery science theater. Uh, exactly. That's, that's exactly. It's when you have so, with your friends. Yes. Yeah, because if Indeed. I tried to watch this at home, I would have been asleep 10 minutes into it. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but, but sitting around with all the guys and, and Jenny tonight, you know, it's it's fun because we're all bouncing the, the innuendos like they do on that show. And, and that's what I'm saying. If you do something like that, then it's fine. I mean, as a solo science fiction, got to see it. You could probably pass on that. I would pass on that. It's it's not one of my favorites, but it did have, well, no, it didn't have any redeeming qualities. Damn it. I, I tried. I tried to find one. <laughs> Except, no, I, all right. Here's my one. L is the, 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 the <laughs> he is the, uh. Has the goddess Caroline Monroe in oh, the Oh, okay, okay. That's the redeeming quote. Thank you. Now you there pulled you it go. out for me. The Vampirilla costume. <laughs> on don't, don't pull it what? out for him. <laughs> Walter, Walter Brennan. Walter Brennan is a robot. Probably not working in a sci-fi movie. That's all I'm saying. Walter Brennan. So I would pass. Ranch? All right. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, there's uh, only so many times. That, yeah, I mean, there's... Walter <clears throat> Brennan. I'm totally in agreement, I think, with Sean on this. I mean, like... Uh, I appreciate the movie not as a great science fiction movie, but you watch, I mean, I watch a lot of movies. I see a lot of bad movies. Uh, Every once in a while there comes around a bad movie that is just so gloriously bad (laughs) that it becomes, I mean, I think this movie's hilarious. I think it's like one of the greatest comedies. And this is the thing, I don't like comedies all that well, but I like these type of movies. Uh, is it? I'm like liking the fact that this filmmaker like failed so hard 
trying to do something. No, it's clearly they tried loved. so hard. Yeah, they, yeah I think a, that's it. Make a great because movie. it feels like you know because you know as Chris was talking, he's like you know at some point they're just trying to do like a sensorama kind of thing, and I'm like, this is what I think of Michael Bay's movies. This is what I think of like the Transformers things. Where we're just trying to push the sensory button, mm-hmm. but true. somehow very they're yeah. very they feel very cynical and just yeah. you know ugly. Where it's like if you look at Star Crash, there's like this kind of like youthful exuberance an and yeah, yeah something it's like we just don't know how bad we are we think we're doing something good yes so, it's so probably for the same commercial reasons right it was excitement uh, I, I was so, saying. you're saying this would fall into that category if we were young filmmakers and made this we would be proud of it is no, 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 no. Maybe, maybe when you were, maybe when you were, maybe when you were, maybe when you were thirteen, yeah, excited, going like we're making a movie, right? That's the excitement in this movie. Yeah, but the people make Transformers are like, yeah, we're making another movie. But a lot of these people are also involved in the Bond franchise, and that this no, no, not the makers, not not the maker, but I mean, you that same mentality of well, let's see how ridiculous we can make this particular movie let's how because you know, well, that, that franchise and, at that time went way I, over the I top have around I certain people unnamed but that have made movies and it's like you can feel that they're like oh we're doing this this is cool but then they right don't here, okay? but they don't go at the end go, holy shit we didn't really make a movie this sucks <laughs> well i mean you you know when you hear these guys talking about it i mean like do they know what they made? I think, like, in Italy, the fact that it was an Italian-made uh, Star Wars cash-in, I think, like, the Italians were like, we made this. This came from Italy. You know, it's like this. It's got major stars it's in it. It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. But that's so much Italian pride in this movie. The Sistine Chapel. That's true. That's it's true. Star Crash. <laughs> oh, my God. So we can't. Okay. So I'm taking that back. I'm not giving him any points because it was, a, you know, the Italians <laughs> liked their own movie or whatever. Sure. The, the, the little group of guys trying to do something, make, you know, a little engine that could. I like this movie because it makes me laugh. I like the Great. the now fact that, like, back. you know, when you watch a lot of bad movies, uh, you know, which you have to, I guess you're kind of like, you're tin panning for gold when sure. you watch, especially horror, right. science fiction, horror. And, and, and fantasy but films. But it makes you but, appreciate but the good ones. It yeah, makes but you, because you watch a lot of stuff, you watch a lot of stuff, and you're frequently bored. You know, like, you're sitting there, and you're just like... Oh God, Jesus! When's this gonna like? I get it. We're doing the same oh, thing for like you know seventy minutes or, or ninety minutes. I, I, that's or what I did about a half hour into it. All right, but I'm saying my experience was completely different than that. And you, listener, know if this is you by just watching the trailer. Yeah. You know if this is on your vibe or not. But the fact that like something new happens like every ten minutes in this movie, it's like and here's a brain, a totally here's a, a ship that turns it's into a ship. Oh, she's on it's land. Just, it's just shooting yeah. down. She jumps out of window the ship explodes she must have landed now we're gonna stop time it is like are they just making this thing up as they go along it has that kind of uh you know christopher Plummer walked on set said that halting the time yeah and everyone went whoa oh fuck what are we gonna do now i'm not coming back to reshoot screw you you figure it out i think the night all right we gotta change the whole scene there goes our third act damn it 
<laughs> so yeah, I would. That would make most, more sense than what the what the writers did if they actually wrote it that way. If they wrote it the way it is, just like it as they went, they yeah. were going through it. <laughs> they went, oh yeah, they probably did. Who knows? I don't care. I'm saying that the effect. We know. We saw what is you this picked. is a, a fucking classic of the good bad. Well, you oh, have you know, to I'm, say that. You have to justify buying it. Well, because but I'm saying I buy it because I like it. I actually like this as a bad movie. I have a couple others in there. They may be showing up sooner. Well, okay, I'd say Can even like we watched a movie advanced. called The Beyond a little the while Beyond, ago. Yeah. You've seen The Beyond, I've but The Beyond it. is by no means a good movie. You know, there's people who tell you that it is like it's a classic, blah blah blah. I'm like that movie is not good, yeah. but that movie is entertaining as hell. Yeah. They make sure that you are entertained the entire length of that movie. This movie is entertaining from wall to fucking wall. <laughs> yeah, I, I would... I, yeah, but, 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 but are we talking about real tr- I'm still laughing right now. Real history science... Real MST3K. But can you distinguish that entertainment? It's entertainment. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's a difference between... You know, metacognitively making a film, knowing your parody, mer- knowing we're intentionally making this bad, that's right? True. And right. saying, but and then versus saying, okay, they made a bad movie. Let's laugh at them. Yes, you know that's, that's like that's like that's like Dolomite. Oh, yeah. Versus yeah, exactly. Black oh, yeah. Dynamite. Yeah, uh, Dolomite, you know, Dolomite is awful. <laughs> it's better. Black Dynamite, show. amazing. Black Dynamite is awesome. Okay, and but that, that, Dolomite, Dolomite is awesome. Did you also pick Dolomite? Dolomite is amazing. I think I did. I think I did. Somebody, it was you or me. Brent brought what? Dolomite. Brent brought Dolomite. Dolomite. Brent, where did Brent get Brent Dolomite? Dolomite? Yeah. He, he's the one who picked Dolomite. Dolomite was kind of awesome. Was, that was Brent amazing. found that in his new house. Because <laughs> he rhymes the whole way through. It's fantastic. It's you ridiculous. It. Well, it, is it is awful. It is awful. But Black Dynamite is hilarious. Yeah. But you almost have to watch Dolomite in order to appreciate to Black exactly. Dynamite. Exactly. Yes. And I think you have to watch Star Crash to appreciate Star Wars. Or vice what? versa. Okay, I, was just, I was saying that because I got carried away in the moment. Right. But, carried away? All right, we got to wrap this maybe up. Maybe I'll consider watching Star Wars. I'm I don't saying know. that I'm uh, Star Crash is a goddamn... Uh, uh, don't uh, even. Diamond, <laughs> diamond of trash cinema. Yes. Trash cinema. There you a go. That's a high five. Oh, diamond in the rough. If you know who you are, you want to check this thing <laughs> out. All four of you. That's right. Uh, so next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show, Jenny is going to pick the movie, and she's picking... I am picking the action classic... Oh, Jesus. Nicholas Cage's... Wait, pause, pause. No, go ahead. Nicholas Cage's best performance of all time. <laughs> By far. The Wicker Man? He was no. Leaving Las Vegas? Con Air. Con Air, people. We're watching kind Valley of. Girl? All right. Why couldn't you just put the bunny back in the box? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show. And as usual, if you want to get a hold of us, Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. You can find all of our past episodes on Saturday Night Freak Show dot blogspot.com or on iTunes. For some reason, they only show like the first 50 or the last 50 now. Yeah. But if you subscribe, you get like all oh, 100 and whatever many we've done. You don't know uh, what we've missed. Three years worth of podcasts, uh, Stitcher and TuneIn and everywhere else. Just Google us. You'll find us. We're taking over your world. And until next week, then, the basement is going dark.